I had a revelation and I had a revulsion. Revelation or revulsion? Revulsion. I'll always pick revulsion. I was at Chipotle and I got a burrito bowl. Oh God. And oh God. Um, you know, and Chipotle is not my Mexi my fake Tex Mex of choice, my short order Tex Mex of choice. I prefer Dos Toros and Qdoba. Give me Qdoba over Chipotle, but it was nearby and it was like I can do it. And you know, like sometimes you see like a fruit fly, I'm eating it. You see a fruit fly on your food and you're mm -hmm. like, oh God. And then yeah, it flies away. Like, eh. Yeah. And it's like, I'll pretend that like five second rule, right? It's in my, you know, mash of a burrito, you know, rice and beans and guac and sour cream and everything. I saw what looked like a fruit fly that then when I went to shoo it away, it, it like dove back in. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. And that was, that that's was a roach. My, I mean, it must've been right. Cause a fruit fly wouldn't do that. Well, but a fruit fly is so little and a roach is so big. No, no, it was, it was a baby. It was like, it was, okay. it was small enough, you know, and I felt like the choice to go back down deep was pure roach. Yeah. It does seem like it. What does a baby roach look like when it comes out? I think just a smaller roach. Is it cute? No. Hey, I have an insect thing. Okay. What the fuck is a bot fly and why am I constantly seeing videos and pictures of it? It's like all over my Reddit. It's in TikTok. Do you know what a bot fly is? Well, I'm looking it up now and I'm seeing I've been what seeing it is. a lot. I, today I watched a Do you want to see it? No. It's okay. It's a video of a Yorkie has a thing. It's like and I I saw another one being pulled out of a cat's nose. Okay. Right. It's it's basically like a, a it, it almost takes on a cyst like appearance, yes. but it's a bug. It's it's like a wormy thing. It's like a wormy caterpillar awful. awful thing. Yeah. And it, it's like I felt so bad for this Yorkie, but it's like been in people and I don't know is it just more common now or is it just because of I'm I've entered into this algorithm that's feeding me bot flies I'm <laughs> the bot fly bot well it seems like it would be something that was probably in the ether that now that popping videos are a thing bot flies are having their moment yeah but i mean i've been into popping videos for a minute mm. and i've not had them okay. served to me right. until you know I, I you know this is the kind of stuff that i thought didn't was in a weird like gray area where it's like oh it exists but maybe not and, and you know what i mean like i've never <laughs> really seen mind. it yeah <laughs> i won't worry about it. it doesn't exist until it happens to me um now uh they all right so bot flies deposit eggs on a host this is a really inviting way to open the show <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bot Psychology. Bot Psychology. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you ever get a chance, you should watch one of those. I'm not going to do that. You're never gonna... No, I don't. I don't like popping videos. I like Dr. Pimple Pop her pop. Well, pop her. <laughs> I like Dr. Pimple Popper as a person and also kind of as a friend. And <laughs> because we do DM sometimes. I mean, it's been a little while, but ever since we met, I mean, she did give me her personal email address at the end of the interview. That's cool. It's like anything you need. Oh, I know. Sweet. She seems like fun. She does. You know, she's, she's got like pictures of her and her girlfriends out. They go out. All you know? of the girls that work with her love her. You uh, can tell that they are like into her. Imagine like seeing Dr. Pimple Popper like throwing a few back at a bar with her <laughs> friends. Like that happens. I used to really be into any kind of popping video, mm -hmm. but 
especially when I first discovered, like that was one of my first big things on YouTube. Right. Like that's what I would use YouTube for. Do you find it relaxing? Yes. Okay. So I you watch have them before the I thing. go to bed. Yeah. You have the thing. Um, but before I, I, the receptors, I, I guess there's also this like part of me that's just, I love being horrified or disgusted or thrilled or like, like they're like, I like being having like an extreme of something i don't uh, know like kind of i don't know if that like gives me an adrenaline rush sort of that like gives me dopamine or something i don't know seems like seems like it yeah <laughs> but so i used to really like whatever kind of pimple popper things because they were just gross now i have a much more refined taste in popping i prefer blackheads love dilated pores of whiner mm-hmm. and any kind of like sebaceous filament that okay. they just like pluck out like just like the little holes on your nose like right. i don't i'm not that into squigglies i don't watch a squiggly but I'm not that into it. I like when they're able to just be like, boop, and they, they pluck out a blackhead with like tweezers. Okay. And then it leaves a, like a gaper, like a right. gaping pore. That's that's what I'm into. Yeah, I'm not into that. I just, I like, but I do. But you do I, like her. I like her, but also I like the extremity of the show because yeah. the show is just like constantly insane. I know. And, uh, you know, she really does. She never stops thinking about food metaphors. There are very oh, few. Oh, so sh- many. So many. So what is it coming out like? Like mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. You do? They're like butter when they come out. Wow. It's this cheesy kind of texture. They usually smell something along the range of... Maybe like spoiled cheese or toe jam. Coming out like butter. You know, fat can kind of come in bunches, like bunches of grapes almost. That's like oatmeal. Like oatmeal. Yours is like oatmeal. It looks exactly like oatmeal. It does. Just need some brown sugar or something, I don't know. <laughs> some cinnamon? Some cinnamon. That does look like oatmeal. <laughs> It's the same as like if you have bacon and you put it on the griddle when you heat it up it shrivels up. The cyst wall is particularly stubborn. It's like that silver skin on your tenderloin steak. It's something that you can pull off if you grab the whole thing. Okay, did you see the Dear Evan Hansen thing? Whenever you ask, did I see with the Drew Barrymore show? No, I didn't. Well, this was a thing that went around Twitter. I wouldn't say it was viral. It's something that you may have seen. I know that you're not tuning in. (laughs) But it's something that like made the rounds. Kind of want to start watching The View again, though. I took oh, like yeah. a ten-year well, break. This... Well, you know what happened this week, yes! right? Yes, <laughs> they were, they were on so air. dramatic. On I mean, air, that why? Show, I feel like to be to have a moment. But like they brought them out in front of the audience, and they were talking for a while. Like the show was going on for a while. If that was planned, that was brilliant. Totally. I mean, they need something after Meghan McCain left, right? Yeah. You know. Um, not that I am upset about her leaving, but she definitely had people talking. Do you know about Dear Evan Hansen? It's a musical yeah, about... Yeah, what do you think it's about? Okay, it's a musical about a high schooler. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all I know. Is it like someone has a crush on him? Is Evan Hansen a character in the show or is Evan Hansen just like a, like a Tino, like an off the stage, you never see him thing. Evan Hansen is the protagonist as made famous by Ben Platt and played by him very famously in the movie. Who's Ben Platt? Let me look he is a, he's an actor. He was on the politician as the politician, right? I, I never, never watched, watched it. it. Um, he also is a singer. He has a recording career. And he is this dear Evan Hansen. He's top lining. 
And um, okay, so get ready for this fucking premise. Okay. Evan Hansen mm. is a kid who is dejected, uh, seems to have a lot of anxiety. He's on a cocktail of medifica- uh, <laughs> medication that he details later in the movie, which I watched. I didn't see the show. Which is like, you know, Lexapro, Wellbutrin, whatever, you know? Yeah, sounds... I know the game. Ativan. Second movie in a row, interestingly enough. Ativan. Second weekend in a row in which Ativan has played some role in a major movie. Hmm. Last week's was, of course, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which has a extended Ativan spiral that she goes down. By the way, Eyes of Tammy Faye, absolutely I imperfect. I can't wait to see it. It's... I love it. I love that movie. It, it is imperfect, but she is going for it in a way that is like it's just this this extreme human behavior on screen (laughs) she's like screaming you know with a puppet perched on her fist you know (laughs) jesus loves me she's singing to it and this is in the first 15 minutes of the movie she's wearing fucking crazy prosthetics the whole thing is this performance piece that like i'm excited to see it i love it i think it's great okay so evan is so socially inept as a senior in high school that his mom is like, oh, you have a cast. You should um, have your classmates sign it to endear yourselves to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Evan writes notes to himself as part of his therapy that begin Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. And is each one a song? No. Oh, okay. But they tell about his day, including his crushes. One of them is a girl that he has a crush on. Well, he has a crush on a girl, Zoe, who's brother connor is kind of if he were more socially competent he'd be a bully but he's not he's a loner guy that Mm -hmm. kind of bullies evan hansen but it's like you know the the last rung and the second to last rung (laughs) battling you know except connor is also like dashingly gorgeous okay um he sounds cool yeah i mean i kind of liked him (laughs) (laughs) dear connor so i they kind of he kind of antagonizes Evan, but also kind of like gives him a little bit of attention. Evan prints out uh, his daily letter because that's part of his process for some reason. I didn't get why he had to print it out. He prints it out. Connor beats him to the printer, reads his sister's name in it, gets all pissed off and like threatens Evan. Okay. After like signing his cast, his whole cast by writing Connor on the whole thing <laughs> and then and takes the letter and Evan's like, oh, so he's going to leak it on the internet. He's going to leak it on the internet. Connor kills himself oh my god why days later his parents find the note decide that he since it says dear evan hansen because evan's writing it to himself <laughs> connor didn't leave a suicide note <laughs> but he has this note <laughs> that oh says dear god. evan hansen sincerely me assume connor wrote that to evan was carrying it around to give it to him uh that connor had no friends this must have been his best friend and so begins this like very slow moving ruse to pretend like evan hansen was friends with connor the kid who killed himself wow and it sounds like that to me because then obviously evan becomes a little bit more popular he goes viral so that sounds like a satire like ripe for like the way that people react to death and like how ridiculous it is but it's so earnest so tonally it makes oh, really? zero sense it's about how it feels to be alone and like how like i had to watch actually a promo video in which people were you know put up by the studio or put in front of a camera by the studio to talk about why they liked it and so many of them were like oh it's so emotional because he's all alone and blah 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 meanwhile he's doing like low-key sociopathy 
<laughs> you know? I, I mean, it's it's truly crazy uh, to me. Like, honestly, like and I don't love musicals, although I love Tootsie when I saw it. So I can love musicals. <laughs> and I mean, this is Tootsie. You know, I know that it's, it's like tourist trap bullshit. You know, I don't care. I was wowed. I I, was I actually really liked when we went and saw Kinky Boots. I, uh, you know, it was like. I there, don't remember any of the songs, but I remember I being I, into it the well, whole time. There's like a second act song called Not My Father's Son about like being gay and like not living up to your father's expectations. Oh, that's when he's making the boots. And uh, uh, the guy next to me cried during it. So I'll <laughs> never forget that. Just like the tears on this older gay man. We like right by Rex Reed, right? Uh, vaguely, yes. And as and it wasn't his first time seeing it, and I think we went in like the opening two weeks. Right, it was previews and for so sure. So he, this is him going again, and I had to squeeze past him, and I had like a big jug of wine. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna need that." <laughs> <laughs> I like that he picked you out too. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so like, no shade to people who like musicals, but I can't imagine this story ever working and that there's a lyric one of the lyrics and it's uh, to be fair it is a song from the um the movie and not the show wait you gotta hear i have to read you this lyric oh my god ready but this is like a huge hit right on uh, broadway well, a huge hit on broadway but the movie has just been savaged it's been or did it just come out uh yes but also like since the trailer debuted because ben platt is pet is is 28 now he was i think 27 when he made it he's playing a teenager but it's like it has no idea how teenagers are so it's like if pen 15 were made by people who had never met a teenager or were never teenagers <laughs> never themselves yeah. <laughs> keep on keeping secrets that they think they have to hide what if everybody's secret is that they have that secret side <laughs> I really like that. What if, what if everybody's secret is they have a secret? <laughs> what if? <laughs> it's like shit like that. Like there's like no insight about the human condition. There should be a song in that musical about like why we love dead people. You know what I mean? It should be like looking at it from that lens. It should you could like have fun here and be irreverent and if you pulled it off people would be wowed because you just made death funny teen suicide i mean not since heathers yeah <laughs> teen suicide don't do it exactly <laughs> um and, and actually like i feel like heathers did kind of you know what i think about a lot too uh in the scene in in virgin suicides after the one kills herself and the one girl at school says something about dying that's completely unrelated like i don't know like my flashlight battery's dead and then the girl's like <laughs> like says her name <laughs> she's like sorry i feel like that i that i feel like that would happen to me yeah or like that would be it was really relatable when chrissy and i were sophomores this like really really popular junior he and his friend they worked at like a grocery store after school and they were like speeding to work because they were late and they hit a tree and the one guy died oh the one God. that was you know really 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 popular and and he was really nice too like when we walked into school like everyone was like beside themselves and like crying and stuff and like i knew him i didn't know him well at all but like you know i would see him at a party or something but like i barely knew him and I remember Chrissy and I walked up to each other in the hallway and we like, cause everyone, everyone's like crying around us and stuff. And she didn't know him at all. And we walked up to each other and then we just both 
started laughing. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> and then we had to like cover ourselves because it was like, everyone would have been so fucking pissed off if they saw us laughing. Obviously. But it was like, it was, it was just like, well, things you know, are the like, awkwardness they get so and the, serious. Yes, it's like, and like not melodramatic. Try, trying and, not, but it's, it's similar to trying not to laugh in church. Like yes, you don't, you're not even like, yes. you know that it's like, there's some layer that's funny, but you know, it's not funny, but that's what makes it so funny. It's like so wrong. It's right in a way, you know? Yes. So there, I understand that sensibility. It's not personal, but it sure looks like it. Yeah, you know? I know. So anyway, uh, so this cast was on Drew Barrymore. Yes. And she interviewed them as Josie Grozy and she did this. Um, you were singing live on film, right? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. We got to sing in person in in dining rooms and bedrooms and living rooms and school hallways and <laughs> to each other in each other's faces. <laughs> well, um, I don't know why, but I just felt like singing, Oh, Lord, won't you buy me yeah. a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive horses. I must make amends. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Wow. <laughs> Is that how it felt for you guys? Exactly. She's good in that character. That's a good character. It. I mean, she just, I mean, talk about like Jessica Chastain type of shit, you know, just did that. I mean, and just kept going. <laughs> oh, so someone told me and I forgot to look it up, but we should look it up now. The Bachelorette Australia, the next one coming up is going to be pansexual. Interesting. Yeah. The Bachelorette Australia will not only feature a queer bachelorette, but will also include mixed gender casting as a consequence. Both of these are world first for the Bachelorette franchise and means, amongst other things, that the gay agenda is absolutely thriving. I just want to say that Tequila Tequila really paved the way for this shit. She did. And... I even I think I even wrote a thing on Jezebel that I was made fun of for. Right. But I was like, the fact that people are so into this Tila Tequila Casey Johnson right. drama yeah. is I feel like kind of progressive in the way that people are treating this lesbian relationship like worthy of coverage. And people were like, they are just exploiting them. And like whatever they exploit straight relationships is a fucking tabloid. But just the fact that they were like it wasn't like in derision at all. It wasn't, they never mentioned, like it was, it, they treated it like a real relationship. Right. And like you the know, scandal sure. wasn't that they were lesbians. Well, it was it that, be, you know, this other shit was going on with them. That's, a, that's an interesting point because I'm sure, because obviously like um, plenty of like gay scandal stuff has been reported through the years, but like when the kind of derision aspect or the kind of judgment over the sexuality, when that you know, was phased out would be a really interesting thing to trace in you know, I feel tabloid like a, writing. A part of it was Tila Tequila. Mm. I really do. Okay. And people made fun of me at the time and right. they were like, uh, it's a ridiculous thing. Well, you know, it's Jezebel. Then she but turned like, out to be a Nazi though. So, you know. I, but it wasn't about Tila Tequila as a person. Right. I, I know. I'm, I'm I just know. saying, like, 
But I'm you saying know, that it's like, I'm not saying that it's to stand Tila Tequila. Like, Tequila, Tequila. I'm saying that Tila Tequila opened the public up to this. I mean, so, she was the poster child she for was that. The she was the catalyst. Had, she, I don't My think little she had, catalyst. <laughs> I don't think she had anything to do with the actual creation of the show, right? Like, basically, that was done for her, right? Yeah, not, no, no. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she decided she wanted to be bi on it. Yeah. So, whatever. I'm just Is saying. she bi? Yes. Yeah, she was in that relationship with Casey Johnson. That's right. I mean, I as you just referenced. <laughs> I'm just I just question everything. Well, you know what? Keep asking questions. Yeah, just asking questions. Wait, I wrote down a note about something, and I just want to know if you can explain it. To okay, me. all right. It says, "Well, speaking of that, oh, now I know what it means." Because I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck does this note mean?" I was thinking maybe we should always do our transitions with, "Well, speaking of that." Like we say, well, speaking of that, even if we're not even speaking of that thing. Okay. And that'll just always be a transition. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> Madonna did some red carpet interviews. Okay, uh, I want to see them. This week. What red carpet was she on? She, there was a oh, premiere Madame screening of the Madame X thing. Yeah. There's something amazing in every one of these videos. I'll tell okay. you. And one of them, I think, is a runner. It should be in the running for our log line. Should we oh, choose to update it? Okay. Not yet, but I'll tell you when. I mean, the crown broke, but it's amazing. Tell me about the outfit tonight. Hood by air. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> she looks like a toddler. <laughs> she looks like what? She looks like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> she, there's like kind of a... She looks like a toddler play, it's like, that is playing dress up. It's like if Riff Raff dressed like Jojo Siwa. Yeah, that exactly. 100%. That is exactly right. And uh, so what you can't see... I have a question. Yeah. Does she have fake... Does she have like silver teeth in the front or her teeth just extremely shiny? Because sometimes I can't tell. <laughs> she definitely has grills that she has consistently okay. worn since back in the day when Why? grills... She's just never got rid of her grills. Is be did her teeth yellow? I don't know. A crown that was made for me 10 years ago and I dug it up just to make a statement and it, of course it broke, but I'm holding it with my... with my finger. Okay. Does fuck you on it? It says fuck you in rhinestones. The queen of pop's crown is broken is a visual fucking <laughs> metaphor for the ages. Wow. You want to know what you want to know about Madonna at this point in her career? Her crown is broken. Wow. Incredible <laughs> career. Everybody is so excited for this documentary. What can they expect? Um, uh, great art, um, thoughtfulness. Incredible dancing, incredible music, uh, gosh, pro provocation, politics, spirituality, family, everything. Uh, <laughs> I bet that's our log line. Great art, um, <laughs> thoughtfulness. Incredible dancing, incredible music, uh, gosh, pro provocation, politics, spirituality, family, everything. Your kids are in it. Where's the lie? <laughs> Is she wearing those glasses because she's high? I, I mean... I don't sunglasses. know. Sunglasses. She seems pilled up to me. What? That's my opinion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's something going on with Madonna, and uh -huh. I don't think we can ignore it. I. I don't know what it is exactly. 
I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's pharmaceutical. It certainly seems like that's a what distinct I, that's possibility. my opinion. And Madonna has obviously had pain. From dancing? Yeah, she's had like a lot of troubles, you know? So in, on one hand, it's kind of sad. On the other... <sighs> the, the sunglasses are... I feel like she's probably looks too high and they put the sunglasses on her. Also, she's walking like that. Did yeah, you see that? she's holding herself up against the wall. Like the whole way. It's not just like, oh, I tripped for a second. She's using the wall as a railing. Real quick, what's next for you? And the fans want to know, could we ever see you do a Vegas residency? That's a question we get a lot on our social media. No, um, <laughs> but I am making a movie about my life. So, Who's going to be in it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Madonna, you've been an inspiration to so many women, including a mentor and friend to Britney Spears. Are you happy to see her engaged and hopefully out of this? So happy for her. Love her to death. They must have been given a list of things that they could ask about. And it yeah. was like, ask about Britney because people are talking about Britney. So if the headline says Madonna and Britney, people are going to click on a Madonna. Madonna headline. did um, get her her lawyer. Her, her current lawyer? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So Madonna was involved recently? Yes. Ah, and it okay. was in the Toxic uh, podcast. Okay. See, the last I had heard was like the whole sign, uh, sign I always say sign, sign, close, Kabbalah <laughs> thing. Um, but she was trying to get Britney and Kabbalah? Yeah, and then Britney ran away, ran the other direction. But uh, it's interesting that Madonna loops back around. Yeah. Is it Kabbalah? Doesn't seem very... Kabbalistic lately. Yeah, I think that was a fate. She's into trends. She, She's trendy. But she did stick with uh, Kabbalah for a really long time. A long time, yeah. More than most of her stuff. That's a thing that, like, you know, like, I find Ray of Light a little bit ridiculous because it's like this, like, spiritual thing. But she's like, that was also a phase. She's kind of moved on from, like, all of, like, the chanting stuff at least right she's not doing that anymore is she i mean but we all go through phases i guess so but i go it just, through free phases you're yeah, in your mushroom phase right now but it's just kind of like goofy i mean to say it's not inhuman it's just the piousness that you hear in retrospect for something that she didn't even stick with how how invested was she in the first place it's just kind of goofy i'm not like like i don't love ray of light i don't hate ray of light but I just, I can't fully get into, I can't fully buy what it's trying to sell me. This is a lot of the same, but David Banda speaks and they have oh. a moment together. Is his last name Jaconi? So is his whole, is his whole first name David Banda? They say David Banda. They always say David Banda. She's Madonna to us. She's mom to him. Madonna's 16-year-old son, David Banda. He's the favorite, right? He's clearly oh, he's, the favorite. Uh, attached to her ass. Yeah. She likes him the best out of all her kids. I think Rocco he, the least. I think he likes her the most, though. Oh, that's you know what, what I mean? she's responding to. Exactly. Yeah. When Madonna's your mom. This is a Gucci suit, you know? Yeah. That's how it is. Style. You gotta show up in style for a Madonna event. You got it. There's no other way to go about it. What is she like I mean... Like, He's right. Totally. If he didn't. One hundred percent. It would be like, what's going on with him? Yeah. Uh, it was a fashion show every day. <laughs> At home, she's like any other mom. She's really sweet, 
really kind, loving. She got jokes. But I'd say she's funniest when she's like just being her. Or when this mom of six is crashing her son's interview with us. He's telling so. me about how funny you are genuinely. Yeah. Yo, remember remember when you asked us for a sandwich bag and we bought you like the big Ziploc and you were like, who eats a sandwich this big? You remember that, right? No. You don't remember? <laughs> Said she was just funniest when she's just being herself. <laughs> I also like because <laughs> it is something bitchy that she would say in like un and uh, I'm sorry in Truth or Dare. Truth or dare yeah, like yeah, she'd be like, totally "Who eats like... a sandwich this big?" <laughs> just, just to complain. Yeah, you know? he's really dryly. What's wrong with people? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean. Going on with Madonna. <laughs> Wait, can you call him? Speaking of that, um, well, <laughs> well, speaking of that, <laughs> uh, I went down a rabbit hole of MTV news clips because we talked about, but we didn't put this on the episode. But we talked about when how awesome MTV news used to be, and like when Kurt Loder, like they would ask hard questions. Yes. Nothing, things weren't always really like flattering they were they were news they were news oh, and this by the way lasted into the 2000s at least insofar as mtv would get access to people and then write like legit it was, stories it was t trl was sort of because they had talent um relations became more important at that oh, point and then talent relations took over the journalism yes yes famously mtv news what it became when yes. it was when they were specifically telling writers not to write anything bad about certain artists who complained took a story down or, or maybe did they take it down or did they just amend it and like take stuff out of the chance review that he complained oh, I don't about know that chance the rapper uh complained and it wasn't even like a negative review and imagine just like chance the rapper is just overwhelmingly well reviewed you know mm -hmm. what i mean like yeah. you can't you basically it's it's almost taboo to say anything or it was for a certain amount of time to say anything about him so to have an article like <laughs> the highest profile article that like gently suggests that he's less than a genius gets pulled and that's like fine that's oh I mean, it's a that's crazy really story bad that's really bad so then i went down this like rabbit hole of mtv news stuff when kurt loader confronted jewel about her her poetry yeah, book yeah. and about how she misused a word. I want to ask you about this. Now, there's a there's a there's a line you have. There's, there are nightmares on the sidewalks. There are jokes on TV. Mm -hmm. There are people selling thoughtlessness with such casualty. Mm -hmm. Casually doesn't mean that, does it? I mean, casually is like a guy gets his bl arm blown off, right? I mean, isn't that? Like... That's a type of casualty. What? It's a type of casualty. That's that one kind of. Like... No, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were trying to say casualness. No, casualty. Do you take computers on the road? Do you Gosh. log on? Do you no. email? Kind of. I'm a bit archaic. I mean, I still write everything by hand. And it's quite archaic. Wow. It is Al. I just, I'm not, a, I'm dyslexic as heck. I mean, I just cannot type well. Really? Wow. That'd be a problem for a writer. 
it is a bit of a problem. I mean, putting the book together was like everything was by hand. I had to recop it legibly to that get it. That explains casualty, probably. That probably does. It was just... You smartass for pointing that out. Just... Next topic. Well, speaking of that... <laughs> thank you for listening. Please give us a rating. I'd love a rating or a review. We, what? I, what? I want to actually... One more thing. What? I want to announce a new feature. <gasps> what is it? The... Um, <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if you like it. We talked about this before. I was thinking that we should have people call in, mm-hmm. high or not, a segment. You and know, high or to, not. We have to see which one we guess and if it's right. And what we'll do is we'll just leave us a voicemail, and then we'll talk about it. And on the show, we'll listen to it and talk about it on the show, and then we'll text you and ask you whether you are high or not, and you can. We'll see where, where it goes from there. Right. Because I don't want, because they shouldn't, it, it's got to be a two step process because we have to be able to be pure to guess it. Like you're you can't right. You're right. Say it at the end you're of right. the message. You know what I mean? You're right. So it's a little bit intricate, but I mean, don't you think? No, I think that we should do it. Isn't that a, but that's what are we idea, calling right? it? High or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> so call us, leave a message saying about talking about anything, but here's a prompt that you can use if you so choose. Tell me about a conspiracy theory that you subscribe to or would like to know more about. Uh, you know, I watch Loose Change and yeah. I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we can do that on, on the bonus. Okay. Um, and uh, see, what, and what, do you find it somewhat convincing? No, nothing, not oh, at all. Okay, right. Oh my Good God, it's so, so the opposite. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I haven't seen it. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, my sourcing actually comes from the New York Magazine article that... that they wrote like real early on like 2004 or five or something like that yeah so, like, there's I been a been, lot of other there's scientists been, that have come out and they were like uh that it's like confirmation bias uh-huh of, i like, see picking right things like like trying to, to look for yes like they were like this this passport managed to survive the you know of like one of the terrorists was right, found, right. and it's like well sometimes that shit happens like yeah, it just flies out paper of the, there's paper yeah, all over the place that the was like flying enough. there's this line that was in the goldfinch mm-hmm. <laughs> that all has always stuck with me mm-hmm. you know the premise of that right Mm-mm. it's a boy he's like 11 10 or 11 and he's with his mom and he's he wanted to ditch school that day and she's like a single mom and they live in manhattan and so she wanted to stop by the museum, even though she was going to take him to school after that. But she just wanted to see this like painting. And while they were there, a terrorist attack happens. Okay. And this all happens in the first chapter. And everyone dies except for him. Uh-huh. And she, they describe it as the one cup in the China shop that wasn't destroyed by the bull. Uh-huh. You know, like right, the right. one that just yes. like lands. Magically, yeah. But, and there's one pane of glass at the World Trade Center Museum, it was one window mm. out of all the windows. One window didn't break, and they it's in the museum. So sometimes that shit happens, and they're yeah. just like, whatever. We're getting too much into this, and yeah. I want, but I would do want to talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, okay. What? So we're gonna do that. So call us three four seven four five zero four two three nine. Leave us a message. We will be getting then back in touch with you to confirm whether you were high or not. And it's just our little game. It's like a guessing game. We're gonna guess. Play along. Uh, Plawu. Play along with us. <laughs> Plawu. Okay. Well, speaking of that, Patreon.com/slash Psychology is where you can get bonus episodes. 
you can hear Wawu, our premium <laughs> series. <laughs> not to be confused with Plawu. Pawu. Like Plawu. Plawu, but that's not. Yeah, you can add the L. You can add. The I guess you can, yeah. but it's not. I've, I've seen that done before. Sometimes they throw in another letter. It's, you know, it gives it flair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lowercase L. I, I guess I'll allow it, but a lowercase well, L. That's confusing because that looks like a, an uh, I. It looks. Uh, no. Oh yeah, it does. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Maybe it's in cursive. <laughs> an L. <laughs> uh, also, there's uh, uh, PipeDreams.fun. You can shop the spooky collection. There's, you know, some seasonal bongs. Oh, and ghosts I, and things. Oh, ghosts and things. So seasonal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's hot when ghosts. you say seasonal, you should be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spooky collection. We get some monster bongs, some ghost bongs, some witch bongs. No, it's actually a pipe. It's a cauldron pipe. Okay. Very, very cool. We got stash boxes. Yeah, I love Twin Halloween. One. I love Halloween, so I couldn't not have a Halloween season. Not you know, a little Halloween moment on the store. I, and I'm doing a podcast that's me talking to a woman. Is <laughs> <laughs> she also black not hair? This one. No, Stoya doesn't have black oh, okay. hair. She has like, uh, like brown hair. Mm. I would say, um, you know, that's like a continuation or an outshooting, an outshoot of the slate sex and love advice column that i write how to do it we just launched a podcast we're basically is it also called how to do it the podcast is called how to do it you can find it wherever you know you listen to podcasts please rate it because it's new so it like feels like real i feel real naked please if you care a little bit you know rate it honestly but do like hi honest you know what i mean um <laughs> we have some uh we have some guests coming on, Ew. you know, uh, we, I don't know. I mean, who knows what'll make the cut, but I talked to somebody who does gender confirming surgery okay. about an issue. And, uh, I talked to someone who studied objective sexuality. Oh yeah. And they were like a lot of people in that community were really upset by the media portrayal of objective sexuality and caused them to retreat. You know that they got rid of the knocked 5,000 or whatever it's, it's called mm. that that woman from the documentary was in love with that was in Knobles. Oh, I, I didn't realize that. Was yeah, Knobles. it was in Knobles. Wow. Is that why you went to Knobles? No, I've been going there since I was a child. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You went to fall in love. I, well, when <laughs> I saw that in there, I was freaking out. Wow. I was like, it's Knobles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but Una I, and I have been going every year since like 2016 since then. And I always saw it. And then this year we went back and it wasn't there. Wow. They took it away. She must have been devastated. Yeah. You know, we just, it's a kind of a chat fest type of thing. So yeah, I mean, whatever. I feel like I've explained it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Bye. But what if everybody's secret is they have that secret side? And to know they're somehow not alone Well, that's all they're hoping for What if they didn't have to stay anonymous anymore? Spot the girl who stays 
moving so fast so she won't fall She's built a wall with her achievements To keep out the question Without it, is she worth anything at all? So nobody can know Just what the cracks might show But what we really need is somebody to see that secret side 